Well, everyone, welcome back to the Two Dudes Rank Tunes podcast. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper, and today we are going fast. Oh, we're going to go fast, all right, because we are reviewing a first for this, and this might be, okay, this isn't the weirdest album by any chance, but it's definitely the weirdest concept we've reviewed so far. Yep, definitely. Because this is Crush 40, Supersonic Songs, and in case you didn't know from the title, Crush 40 is... An officially licensed Sega band yep. for the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. And this is going to be our first compilation album. Yes, this is a interesting one because obviously, well not obvious because we don't know that. I just <laughs> Obviously obvious. because all of you are Sonic fans. All of you are Sonic fans, but <laughs> I grew up somewhat with Crush 40, but yeah. you, that was way more in your formative years. I was born in it. Molded by I remember the first time I heard about Crush Story, I'm like, wait, there's a rock band that sings about Sonic? Sign me up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, I discovered Crush 40 slash the Sonic franchise in the best year to discover it, when I was 12 years old. See, that's that's the magic. Like, that's the magic sauce right there. And um, not only, like, did I love Crush 40 and stuff, but, like, prior to, like, Sonic games, I wasn't really into music that much. Yeah. Like, Crush 40 was, like, the first, like, type of music that I really enjoyed, and the Sonic games mean a lot to me, Mm -hmm. because I kind of, like, had this revelation, like, while I was listening to this album, like, the Sonic games were the first games whose story grabbed me, Mm -hmm. and the first time where I realized that, like, games could tell stories that, like, affected you. Yeah. And, um... There's some arguments to be made about how well those stories hold up these days, but it doesn't matter, ultimately. So what was the first Sonic game you played? So the first Sonic game... Well, I mean, I played a little bit of the 2D ones here and there on, like, mobile phones. But, like, the first one that I really got into... (laughs) This is sacrilege in the Sonic community, but the first Sonic game I really got into was Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood. (laughs) On the Nintendo DS. This was made... This was a turn-based Sonic RPG <laughs> made by frickin' Bioware. <laughs> I did not know that it was made by Bioware. Yep, yep. That is incredible. Bioware, a renowned RPG studio, made a lot of like really good stuff, like the, um, what is it, the Dragon Age games. Yes. And, and uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. Star Wars, um, and they're known for like their dialogue choices. And the dialogue choices were the only thing that made it into that Sonic game from their other games. Because the rest of it, they were just making up as they went along. <laughs> but it taught me, like, everything about the Sonic lore. Because there was a lot of, like, deep codexes in it. Where you're like, oh, this is Shadow's story, this is Amy's story. And, like, it was a really great, like, refresher That's in the cool. Sonic franchise. My first introduction to Sonic games was... So I got a Sega Genesis when I was... I think I, I, think I was, like, 9 or 10. And it, the Sega Genesis, when you got it, it came with Sonic 2... And Eggman's was the Mean Bean Machine. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Sonic 2, and I think Sonic 1 as well. So I got to play the games. I wasn't very good at them because those games are really hard. Those games are hard as balls. They are very hard as balls. But then I remember specifically our cousin was playing Sonic Adventure 1 on the Dreamcast. And I was like, this game looks really cool. I remember one thing that sticks out in my memory is when you're in the ruins area like the ruins overworld area and the little song that plays in the background that creepy little chant i'm like ooh, this is cool it's yeah like it it was one of the first games with ambiance yeah sonic is a very we're gonna talk a lot about sonic during this episode this is gonna double as like a review of the sonic franchise at least from like 2000 and or like 1998 to like 2008 
because that's when most of these songs came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, it's had a turbulent history. It's had a very turbulent history, but the fact that it still remains like everyone knows who Sonic is that and, should tell you something. And no matter how the games review, Sonic games always sell. Exactly. It's kind of like Sonic is the the big three of the game franchises. You got Mario, you got Sonic, and you got Link. Now, I'm not including, like, all the Xbox stuff. What about Master Chief? Well, what about Kratos? <laughs> See, that's more of, like, I hesitate to call it mature, but it's the <laughs> M-rated game. What about Sora? <laughs> Sora. <laughs> well, like, considering the fact that, like, Sora's barely in some of those games. That's fair. I mean, there's Roxas. Roxas, Terra, Terra, Aqua, Aqua. But okay, we're talking about this album. This is going to be the longest album we ever reviewed. 19 songs, so strap it. As Billy Ray Cyrus once so eloquently said, "Much to think about." <laughs> <laughs> One of my us, favorite memes of all time. That's going to give us some big brain thoughts. <laughs> some long-term thoughts. Oh too. yeah. But the first song on it, and this, okay, this album starts great because it's oh. a song about Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the motherfucking hedgehog. Come on, let's go. My favorite Sonic character. I am all of me. <laughs> Brad, what is your history with this song? So, I remember hearing the song on YouTube a few times. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a Shadow song. But yeah. my history with Shadow the Hedgehog specifically was... <laughs> I remember you and me, we were at GameStop yep, together, yep, yep. and I think your dad was like, hey, pick out some games, and you can buy some games. I'm like, okay, cool. So you were looking around, and you're like, hey, Brad, you need to get the Shadow of the Hedgehog game. This game is great. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, it's cert- that game is certainly something. That game is objectively horrendous. <laughs> but the very fact that it has Shadow the Hedgehog with a gun. Exactly. Shooting people. Yep. And riding on a motorcycle. Like Be- <laughs> yep. Because Sega didn't want to give Sonic a gun. Yeah. Be- but they wanted to make something edgy to to kind of appeal to the American audience. <laughs> <laughs> and Shadow the Hedgehog is one of the earliest examples of an E10 rated game. And they had to cut out a bunch of content from the game because it was going to be rated T. So, like, the when you shoot aliens in that game, like, they explode into green stuff. It used to be just blood. That's great. <laughs> and it got the E10 for sef- a one certain word that Shadow likes to say a lot is whenever he dies, he says, Damn. Damn. <laughs> or hell. Or hell. Yep, sometimes. And sometimes. There's, there's a great line in it where he says, I'm going to destroy this damn planet. <laughs> because, okay, so th- this is a good segue into the song. Because the, the conceit of the game is... You have to make different morality choices as Sonic to, like, either... Shadow. Or Shadow, yeah. Yep. My my 12-year-old self would have slapped me for that. Yep. (laughs) Um, uh, Shadow has to either decide to side with humanity or side with an alien invasion or go his own neutral path. Yeah. So the song, I Am All of Me, is kind of about Shadow's, like, identity crisis that he's having because he doesn't remember anything at the start of the game. Yep. And, uh... I need you all to all go look up the Shadow the Hedgehog intro, because it's a thing of beauty. <laughs> it is beautiful. And so my first thought on this song was it had a nice industrial intro to yes, it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And I like how the lyrics tell the story of how Shadow isn't really a hero or a villain, but he's an anti-hero. Yep, yep. He was one of the first anti-heroes that really like went mainstream. Yep, yep. I like how it retains the edginess of Shadow while still being about, you know, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> Like, every, every one of these songs is like, oh yeah, this song is super cool, and it's about a hedgehog. <laughs> it reminds me so, okay, 
You didn't. You never watched Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up, did I you? I did not. Okay, so there's a scene where a certain character named Kaseto Kaiba. Oh, uh, I know of the Kaiba. So there was a scene they edited out, but in the first scene he's in in the show, he's just sitting there reading Nietzsche's Beyond Good and Evil in the back <laughs> of his class. And that's what the song reminds me. Shadow's just sitting there with a copy of Nietzsche, being like, I am the Overman. <laughs> that is incredible. Sonic is dead. <laughs> Yeah, because like in this in this friggin' uh, music video, like it shows Sonic falling to the ground with a shadow and a gun in the background. Yes. What was your favorite lyric in this one? My favorite lyric was, "I see and feel the evil. My hands will crush them all. You think you have the answer? I'll laugh and watch them fall." Yeah, that was mine too. <laughs> And I love the I love the chorus too, where it's like talking about like black hearted evil, brave hearted hero. <laughs> All right, what's oh, a, a what special about? shout out to when that song says, "Here we go, buddy! Here we go, buddy! Here we go, buddy!" <laughs> like is... ten times. <laughs> That's oh, a great one. What's, good stuff. What score did you give this one? I'll be real, I gave this one an eighteen. <laughs> I gave it a fifteen. So we both said it's a banger. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, but... So, Brad, tell me about his world. Um, so this song, like... Do you know what Sonic game it's from? Um, I do, okay. It is think. the main theme of this Sonic game. The main theme? Yep. It's not Sonic 06, is it? Yep, it is it's Sonic oh, 06. Sonic 06. <laughs> yeah, this one is, um... Okay, the intro, I'll say the good things first. The intro has a bit of power metal... Vocals are kind of weirdly muted throughout the song, I've yeah. noticed. I've noticed this with a few of the songs in this album. Like, the vocals are just, like... It sounds like they're singing through, like, I don't know, like a weird yeah. thing. And vocalizer. so, there's four or five songs on this album that are Crush 40 covering other Sonic songs. Mm -hmm. So, I believe Zebrahead did the original version of this. Okay. So it was it was a lot more rap oriented. I mean, there's a little rap in this where Crush Forty attempts yeah, to rap. Yeah, I, I, I heard that. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, I can say. Yeah. yeah. And so, a lot of people prefer the original. I think both of them are equally fun and stupid. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> they gave it more of an early 2000s punk rock. Yeah. Sound. And I mean, like early 2000s punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we're reviewing a butt rock album. Yes. Yeah. This has some <laughs> huge cheeks, friends. <laughs> I do really like the lyric, in this world, his world, where life is strong. In this world, <laughs> this world. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, but I'm just going to say this right off the bat, because this is a problem with a lot of the songs on this album. This song is five minutes long. And it doesn't have a bridge. It is nothing but <laughs> chorus and, like, maybe a verse or two. Yeah, like two verses, and then the rest is just repeating the chorus over and over It's again. like, this song, you think, okay, after three minutes, like, okay, that was a good song. And then it keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're gonna get the chorus again? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, this song is something. Um, yeah. My favorite lyric, because it made me laugh, was He's the tower of power, admits no shame <laughs> Untouched, uncrushed, he will remain It's like, is Sonic like the destroyer of worlds or something? Yeah, like, this song makes Sonic out to be like He's the fire, flame, convict in pain now Like, in, he's just this incredible force in nature Now, in the event that we get some Sonic people listening to this this podcast episode I realize that the conceit of Sonic 06 is that Sonic is supposed to be the world-ending, like, thing. Yes. Yeah. Because Silver goes back in time, and he's like, You're the Iblis, Trigger! 
And nobody knows what the frick that means until like two-thirds of the way through the game, and then you don't care. And I would like to remind people, this was a game where Sonic did in fact make out with a full human yep, woman. Yep, yep, yep. She was, and I believe he was 15 and she was 17. So, you know, it's, you know. You know. You know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's something. It's definitely what the game's best known for, other than being awful. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna what say something gonna say? What are you gonna say? Sonic 06 is a little underrated. Ooh, <laughs> now that is a hot take. Now, does it play like absolute butt? Yes. <laughs> is the story awful? Yes. <laughs> is the music amazing? Also, yes. Well, the thing you have to remember with Sonic games is like ever since Sonic went 3D, there people have been saying it's amazing, and people say it's awful. Exactly. Not a lot in between. Yep. It's basically a War Shark test, and mm. um. I will say that Sonic 06 uh, is definitely nostalgic for me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the last game that gave Shadow any kind of dignity. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I gotta give it points for that. Yep, before he just became a meme. Ugh. So, I mean, I like the song well enough. I gave it a 13. I gave it a 13 as well. Ooh, nice. Yeah, because it's, it's not a banger just because it's too long. Yeah, exactly. But then we get freaking un... Ungrav... Un- Ungravitify. Ungravitify. <laughs> what do you think this this is from, Brad? It's, okay, this is from one of the racing games, which yep. I can't remember what it's called. Sonic Riders Zero Gravity. Zero Gravity, that's That is right. the second uh, racing racing game, or the second like Sonic Riders game. There's been more racing games in the past. Yeah, so I actually played, I think, one of the, the very early... I played a very early Sonic Riders game on, I think it was the PC. Mm, I can't remember what it was called, but... I remember there was a J-pop song in it, and that was my first introduction to J-pop, and I was like, you know, this is pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, so um, this is another cover Mm -hmm. from, oh, I forget. You'll have to look up, or uh, you, the audience, will have to look up, like, who sung the original in Gravitify. Um, And that, I I think this is one of the uh, situations where I like this version better than the original, because the original's a lot sleepier, whereas this one, like... They inject a little bit of that Crush 40, like, zing into it. Yeah. And uh, I, I have a deep memory of going to SonicRetro.com, and they, would have, and they would have full versions of all these songs, and that's how I would listen to it. Mm. And I would, like, have the loaded web page there, and I would listen to it in the car because it already loaded. Nice. <laughs> I like that. On my laptop computer. <laughs> hey, the way we listened to music before Spotify was quite simply gross. <laughs> We listened to, like, 140 YouTube versions of yep. songs. Or whipped out the CD player. Yep. I used to have I, I used to have a Walkman. In fact, I'm pretty sure I still Ooh. have it somewhere. I don't I, know if it still works. The, but. the oldest machinery I had was a CD player. Yeah. It, it's funny that, like, cassette tapes are coming back now. Like, all these bands are releasing cassette versions of their music. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because boomers buy things. Yep. So, my first thought was, it's a smooth song. It does it does have a nice, yep. smooth energy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It gave me some classic rock vibes, like a car driving down a mountain road in California, which mm-hmm. is, is, is that's, that that vibe is going to come back in a few songs, we'll yeah. just say. The, the original version is definitely more techno than this song, but this song retains a little bit of the techno vibe. Yeah, I'll say it's got a nice solo, at least. Yeah. The song itself didn't really do much for me. Mm-hmm. I did like the lyrics, speed in a stream with a sense that no one else can define. Floating as a cr- Cream in a bliss that, that you no longer feel time. Flown as a creed. <laughs> like, what is that lyric? I don't know, but it was my favorite, too. Yep. I I wasn't as kind of this one. I gave it an 8. You know, okay. Here's the thing. I okay. gave it a much higher score due to nostalgia, but I do not believe that this deserves a how dare you. 
I gave it a 17 because I have the crystallized memories of listening to it and loving it. Well, that's completely fair. And one thing you have to remember is with some songs, like, it might just be the fact of when you listen to it. Exactly. Yeah. And do I go back and listen to it these days? No, I do not. Mm -hmm. You don't want to ruin your memory. Some things you just don't want to ruin your memory of. Exactly. And that's true with a lot of Sonic games. But this next one, okay. (laughs) This one... Okay, just read the title for us, Curtis. All Hail Shadow. <laughs> also from Shadow the Hedgehog, nope. obviously. Well, oh, it's yeah, not. yeah, it is, it is. But this version, the Crush 40 version, was also in a game of its own. Okay. And what was Sonic that? Sonic 06. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I remember reading that on, I believe it was Genius.com. So, I just gotta say, automatic banger just for that title. Easily. Alone. Easily. <laughs> this one is just a fun one. Peak video game edgelord. Yep. This is a song I would unironically think was the greatest thing ever as a preteen. I would listen to this oh. song and be like, this is amazing. Easily. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is one you hit the pit with this one. <laughs> Circle pit, all hail shadow. <laughs> when all hail shadow is coming, you about to die in this pit. <laughs> Okay, I had so many favorite lyrics oh, in this. so many good I'm ones. I'm just going to read all of them. Yep, do it. Somewhere in the chaos we all find ourselves. This destruction is the only tale we tell. White <laughs> right is, is black, black and black is white. Right is wrong and wrong is right. Nothing ever fills this hole inside your heart. <laughs> and also, I just have to read this lyric. I will obliterate in everything that's not my friend. friend. <laughs> it's like, that uh, is like the so most good. sonic yep. lyric you will ever hear in your life. <laughs> yep, yep. My favorite lyric was Determination of the strong Found the meaning that you've searched for so long <laughs> Like, it just got fun energy It's a ridiculous song And it's just like Shadow, okay Shadow the Hedgehog I don't think video games were ever the same After Shadow was introduced No, they were not You have to understand, okay so The Sonic fandom had always had kind of a weird like. It was split into many different sects, you might say Because there were people who liked you know, some of the comic books, or people who yeah. like the classic games, or people who like the th- new 3D games. And then all of a sudden, Shadow the Hedgehog comes out. And Shadow slash the Sonic Adventure game. Yeah, Shadow just takes it in a whole different direction that I don't think it's ever really recovered and, and from. He united all of the fandom under the glorious era of fan art. Yes. <laughs> because he was the he was the original, quote-unquote, original Sonic character. Mm-hmm. I've heard a rumor that... There, you can look up any name and put the hedgehog, and you will find fan art of it. I found it to be true. Yeah, <laughs> and unfortunately, another thing. Okay, I'm just going to mention this for our audience. Cover your kitty's ears. Cover your kitty's ears. But uh, apparently, there is more Sonic Rule 34 art of anything than any other fandom. Yep, I there is it. there is more terabytes of it than the entirety of Wikipedia. <laughs> Oh, there's so many horny weirdo Sonic fans out there. You know, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is, and as long as you're not hurting anybody, I guess. Yeah, as long as, you know, you put the proper tags on it. Yep, you, yep. you don't post it on Twitter without the not safe for work tag, which some people do. Oh, gosh. Don't you hate it when you're just scrolling through Twitter and you're like, well, I just scrolled through that in public. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yep. In the middle of Taco Bell, <laughs> where there's a family behind me and a grandma. <laughs> just like, well... Guess we're gonna scroll past that. Yeah, but you can uncover your children's ears. Yes. Now. What score did you give this one? Gave it a nineteen. I gave it a seventeen. Yay. I really like Let's this go. one. I love this song, and like it's, it's just perfect shadow. And like I believe 
Okay. I might I I think that this song is either the neutral ending or the hero ending for Shadow of the Hedgehog. Okay. Like it, it seems like it might be like a better ending than the evil one. Because the villain ending, the evil ending is almost dead. Almost, almost dead. dead. A Power Man 5000 song. Yes, yes, and yes. And the fact that it's not on Spotify is a great crime yeah, like, against humanity. What the heck? Someone contact Spider One and say, put that song on Spotify. <laughs> Please. <laughs> And then we're kind of going to Never Turn Backs, which, you know, it's, 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 it's a song. It's a song. Hey, it's a great song. It's a country music shadow that has Never Turn song. Back is an absolute bop, and I will hear no other opinions about it. Okay, this song is the ending to Shadow the Hedgehog, is that correct? Yep, yep. <laughs> and, okay. when, you, when you fight the ultimate form of the bad guy that game, Black Doom, mm-hmm. his final boss form's name is Devil Doom. <laughs> Devil Doom! You know what this song... I just imagine, like, Shadow the Hedgehog, he's had a hard life. He just puts his gun down. He puts on his truck hat. He's like, well, time to hit the road. Yep, the the old road, Del Road. (laughs) Um, So, okay, did you recognize the piano intro? No, I didn't. What was that from? The piano intro is an acoustic version of I Am All of Me. Ooh, that is cool. Which is pretty sick. Which means you should give it a 20. (laughs) (laughs) I might give extra points for that. There we go. There we go. And um, so... This song was the most hype thing to my 14-year-old heart. Oh, yeah? I was like, yeah, I'll never turn back, Shadow! <laughs> I swear to be loyal to you to the end. And I, what's what's true for a lot of this music is, I listened to it way before I beat most of these games. Yeah. Because Shadow the Hedgehog is a chore to beat. Because mm-hmm. you got to get, like, ten different endings, and most of them are really obtuse. Yeah, isn't it like you have to kill, like, all the enemies on the level, and you have to find them yeah, or something like yeah. that? Yeah, for a lot of those missions, like, most of those missions are awful. Ooh. Um, but yeah, this song is a lot of fun. My uh, favorite lyric was, Here I am, made it to the end of you, <laughs> never had a chance while I'm around. My favorite was, got a hundred thousand pounds sitting on my back, <laughs> up, down, all around, don't know quite what to do to get through. Oh, the- a special shout out to when uh, Crush Forty's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like this one just feels like Shadow just went back in time to meet Maria and Sonic Ass. So you want to tell me about it? And he goes, No, I, I don't, don't think, think I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, <laughs> Maria. So for those who don't know, um, Shadow the Hedgehog, his backstory is, and let me know if I get this wrong. No, no, yeah, you, he go ahead. He was created on the Colony Ark, which is in space. Space on, station. On a space station on the moon. Shaped like Eggman's face. Yes, and was it by Gerald Robotnik? Yeah. And it was his daughter, I believe, named Maria? Uh, granddaughter. Granddaughter named Maria. Eggman's first cousin. Yes, and she was best friends with Shadow until the government showed up and shot her. Yeah. And then Shadow went under ice... And then he comes back and is like, Maria, Maria, they killed you. Yep. I will take down the earth. Humans are monsters. <laughs> they killed Maria. And then he, he convinces himself that he made a promise to her that he would wipe out all of humanity. Which, like, that totally makes sense. That's something a little girl yeah, would say. Yeah, that's something a little girl who looks like Alice from Alice in Wonderland would say. <laughs> You're like, you know what I really want, Shadow? I want you to kill all the humans. <laughs> yes, my yes. lady. My lady. <laughs> It's a fun song. So- Sonic lore is something, man. I enjoy it very much. What what score did you give this one? 19. I give it a 13.5. Actually, that's higher than I expected. I, I respect. Okay. Not quite a how dare you score. No, 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 no. No, no, no. All right. So, um, revving up. We're, we're entering an era 
here where we have four straight songs that are not from any particular Sonic game, but the Crush 40 just released over the years as they, like, released their albums, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. with mostly Sonic songs, but the occasional, like, single that we're like, oh, we'll just write some generic rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Revin' Up. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a song. Um, yeah. I thought it was fun because it doesn't necessarily have to be about Sonic. Fair. However, it would also be fun in a Sonic game. It was it was a thoroughly okay song. And also, Crush one of Crush 40's albums. I think it was Revin' Up, or like it's just a picture of a race car. Yes. So this makes sense. Yeah, and one thing that's weird about this song is even though it's not a Sonic song, I feel like I would like it better if I was listening to it while playing a Sonic game. Correct. Just because Crush Forty. <laughs> It's just maybe it's it might just be association because yep. that's what they played. But when I hear Crush Forty, I'm like, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was okay. Did you have any of your thoughts on this one? It was no. Kinda... Uh, my favorite lyric was, "You can listen to this aggressive howling roar." <laughs> Mine was, "Yeah, I'm nothing but hell. I'm gonna step across the line, getting through, driving mad. It's the thrill of the chase." <laughs> yeah. My my last point was, "Yeah, this ain't it." <laughs> yeah. I gave it a ten point five. I gave it a seven. Ooh. Yeah, I was especially brutal to the non-Sonic uh, songs. Yeah, some of these are just they're 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 very much okay. Yep. But then we're getting into into the wind. Yep. Uh, this one has a positive message at least, kind of like about following your dreams and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's about <laughs> so these songs all have wonderful intros. I will say, That's and the song's an example. Like mm-hmm. Crush Forty gets the intros down. And that being said, it feels very similar to Reffin' It Up. Yeah, I yeah, I, I couldn't, t- I I wouldn't be able to separate these two in a lineup. Yep, and I'm just gonna say real quick, this sounds like a Nickelback song, and I don't yeah. mean that in a bad sense necessarily, but it sounds like a Nickelback song. It sounds like a forgettable Nickelback song. Yep, yep, it's it's very okay. I gave it an eleven point five. I gave it an eight. My favorite lyric was, you're much too serious. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was my favorite lyric? I'm, oh, don't give in. You have the strength to get over. You better stand up. There's a light still shining in you. I will never listen to this song again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. Yeah, you say that now. I will but... never turn back. <laughs> All right, so watch me fly. I was getting progressively angrier as I listened to this album. <laughs> my first uh, my first uh, hot point was, WTF is this. <laughs> yeah, my first thought was, this feels like a Tales song. How is this not a Tales song? And it, it felt very, like, rock ballady, and Crush 40 is not built for rock ballads. <laughs> no, um, I do like the transition to a feelsy, melancholic song, because it breaks up the monotony of the other songs. Fair, fair. One thing about Crush 40 is... They do mix up their sound a little bit, but a lot of it kind of gets samey. I what. can't disagree with that. <laughs> my favorite lyric was, it's just my wild heart moving in. It's just my will to live the wind, you know. <laughs> Mine is, I've stared at speed with open eyes, you see. <laughs> <laughs> stared at speed? Like, how do you stare at speed? I don't know, but Tails sure stares at speed all the time. Yeah, he does. Like, okay, wasn't there... There was a song very similar to this on Sonic Adventure 1 about Tails, wasn't there? Yeah. But it wasn't by Crush 40. No. It was... No. I can't remember what it was. I don't... Like, I'm really bad with non-Crush 40 vocal Sonic songs. Yeah. But I actually gave this one a pretty good score. I gave it a 13.5. You know, I liked it. It was, it was all right. What'd you give it? I give it a five. Ooh. <laughs> Are uh, you going to say it? Are you going to yep. say it? How dare you? I don't know. Like, I just kind of like the melancholic feel of this song. <laughs> you know, I liked it a lot. And, you know, uh, you know. My name's JJ. <laughs> 
We love you, JJ McCullough. He's yep. a great YouTuber. You should go watch him. Friend of the show. Yep, he is a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start saying that about people we reference. Like, oh, you reference Power Man 5000? Friend of the show. Friend of the show. We're just going to keep on adding them on Twitter, being like, and now we're going to talk to our friend of the show, JJ. <laughs> we're just going to, like, just bully people and be on the show. <laughs> we're going to get blocked by so many accounts. Yep. But now we're going to... Un- okay, this is a cover... Of a song. It's a cover of a song, really? I did not know. Yes, it's a cover of a song by The Cult, a British heavy rock band. And I like this song because, okay, this song is not about Sonic. It's about a lady friend. This song is fun. And in every Sonic fan's heart, there's a horned dog, Chad. And this spirit song represents that spirit. 100%. (laughs) Like, okay, so what is talking about Firewoman. Like, I just imagine Knuckles wearing, like, a Frollo outfit for Hunchback <laughs> of Notre Dame just shaking his fist at Rouge. Yep. Firewoman! Well, because here's the question, Brett. Are you a Rouge and Knuckles shipper or a Shadow and Rouge shipper? Shadow and Rouge. Oh! In 10%. That's a chaotic opinion. Why do you say that? Well, because, you know, I just like the look of them better. <laughs> and plus, like, Shadow's been through a lot. If anyone deserves some Rouge, it's Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go Knuckles Rouge myself. Just because they, they openly flirt with each other in games. That's Whereas, true. like, Shadow's just like, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, Shadow just kind of wants to go back in time and be with Maria. Or be with Sonic. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, let me just say to anybody in the comments who comes at me and is talking about some Shadow and Rouge conversations in Sonic Battle for the Game Boy Advance, (laughs) that game is apocryphal at best! It's not canon! (laughs) This song was never canon! So, um, I had a couple favorite lyrics from oh, this song. Oh, there are some good lyrics. <laughs> uh, my first one is, Twisting like a flame in a slow dance, baby. My favorite was, Burning out and shake it, baby. Gotta have that woman. <laughs> <laughs> my, my second favorite was, Tracing like a cat on a hot tin shack. Yep. And I said, okay, I'm gonna be real with y'all. This gets automatic extra points for obviously being written by a butt guy. Yep. Like, you can just tell. Yep, we, we high five on that. Yep. But man, <laughs> you know every two Sonic fan loves butts. <laughs> well, unless you're a Rouge fan, that's true. That is one thing about Rouge. Like, I feel like when Rouge got introduced, it was all over after that. Yep. It's yep. like, well, it's like, this, this this one has cleavage. It's like, well, I can't turn back the biological clock now. Yep. This one, I gave a ridiculously inflated <laughs> score. I'm not gonna lie. I gave it a fourteen point five. Hey, I gave it a ten. We're not too far off. No, no, that's not too bad at all. All right, let me just score this up real quick. And, Curse, why don't you lead us out into the next one? All right, I'm going to start with some fire again. Not a firewoman, but uh, regardless. Um, Sonic Heroes is the most overrated Crush 40 song. Oh! I said it, and I believe it. Every time this song came on in Sonic Heroes, I just about fell asleep. Okay, why do you think that? I I just think that, like, it it has more of a chill vibe to it. Yeah. And it's a lot more like... Because, I mean, Sonic Heroes has more of a beachy vibe, really. Yes, it does. Um, And when I was a young lad, Mm -hmm. I liked the edgy stuff. Like, parts of Sonic Adventure 2 and Shadow the Hedgehog. And I liked Sonic Heroes, I just didn't like this song. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be real. So when my first reaction (laughs) to this one is I heard, Finally some good effing food. (laughs) Because here's the thing. So it wasn't like I dabbled in some of the 3D Sonic, but Sonic Heroes was the first 3D Sonic game I actually sat down and oh, played. Oh yeah, I love Sonic Heroes. And this song, I always loved it when it came I'm like, okay, this this game actually has an intro song, and it's pretty catchy. 
It's all about what's formative for you. Yep. I actually really like this song. I thought it sounds different. It fits the feel of the game well. And That's not my crush 40. <laughs> and it fits the fact that Sonic Heroes has both Team Sonic and Shadow. That's you know, true. It That's includes true. all the different types of heroes. Some some, some good, some anti-hero, you know. <laughs> and um, So what was your favorite lyric? My favorite lyric was, bind you, confine you, defying your reign. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Mine was, watch me, rule the night away. Watch me, save the day away. Feel my storm is getting close, heading your way. Sonic Heroes. <laughs> Come on, you gotta at least say that. The Sonic Heroes, it's, 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 it's pretty good. Pretty good. It's catchy. And I will say, I like that this song doesn't overstay its welcome, because some songs on this album just, uh, they okay, just I go can't, on I don't on. have any counter-arguments for that. Like, they just go on it's a, and it, on. It's tight. And, okay, this is going to be a how dare you. Tell me what your score is. 10. 17.5. <laughs> how dare you. I, I can't believe I just used up both of my How Dare You's I know, right? Sonic album. I know, right? I'm, I'm surprised that uh, you, you had some higher scores than I expected on this album. Yeah, I, I just, appreciate it. Yeah, I just really like this song. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how it is with songs. Sometimes sometimes you just hear it so often, you're like, I hate this song. Other times you're like, oh, I like yep, this song. Yep, yep, yep. So let's segue into when I had my moment of finally some good freaking food. <laughs> what I made of Ooh, these, this... the song from the final boss of Sonic Heroes. Mm-hmm. This song is pure early 2000s hype. Yes. Like, when I heard this song playing the final boss of Sonic Heroes, I was ready to run through a brick wall. Yep. <laughs> I like both the sound and, for lack of a better term, cleaner singing yeah, than this yeah. one. And just, like, the intensity of it, too. Yes, yes. The album has turned around to much better stuff with this song. I really like the solo in it. Oh, it's a good solo. Crush 40, when they do a solo, it's usually pretty good. Yeah, it usually is. And it fits their energy because, okay, Crush 40, fast. But also they have, like, a hard rock vibe. Mm -hmm. So solos really fit them well. They really do. And what was your favorite lyric from this one? My lyric was, try to reach inside of me, try to drain my energy, let me show you just what I'm made of. Good one. Mine was, like a million faces, I've recognized them all, and one by on, they all become a number as they fall. <laughs> like, this song is it's just, it's just too good to be on it's this album. so much fun, man. Like, this was a ridiculous song. Did you have any other points for this one, or nope. do you have a score? I gave it a 16. I gave it an 18. Hey, that's a good score. I like that score. I, I, I think it's kind of funny that I'm consistently ranking these ones a little bit higher than I thought <laughs> I would. Like, it's just like, you know, that's how it goes with these. You know, sometimes the, the Sonic hits you. Yep. But we're talking about how we're going to live some life. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to break you off right there. Because uh, these lyrics read like Tommy Wiseau wrote them. <laughs> yes. You know, you just have to live life. But And my favorite lyric, and I will read it in the Tommy Wiseau voice, was... But there are lessons to learn. Take a look inside your heart. Yeah, my thought was, I swear I've heard this song in memes before. It's the closing theme of Sonic and the Black Knight. Yeah, like, <laughs> this song, like, it's trying to be, like, about being positive, but, like, the lyrics are so... I don't even know how to put it. They're just so cliche. Yeah. And yeah. that's weird to say, like, cliche in a Sonic game, but it's just awful. Just generic. Yeah, I, I did not like this one. Nope. It, the song is so stupid, and it's about as dumb as, look at this photograph. Yeah. Like, I might I might think that Sonic Heroes is overrated in terms of Crush 40, but this is Crush 40's, like, worst song. Yep. 
My favorite lyric, if you even say that, is we'll say, live life, I know. It, like, we'll say, live life, I know. <laughs> like, the lyrics, oh, the lyrics are so bad. Yeah, this. yeah, atrocious. Well, I gave it a six. I gave it a nine. Ooh, okay. Just, just a few points more. Yeah. Not by much. I only gave it a nine because I wanted to punish the non-Sonic songs. <laughs> <laughs> they must be punished. But let's get back to some good food. Yep. Night of the Wind. This was I, an one. I friggin' love this song. This song, obviously, is the main theme of Sonic and the Black Knight. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, pound for pound, you could argue this is the best Sonic song ever made, in my opinion. Ooh, that's high praise. I don't personally believe that, but I think it's it's easily top three Sonic songs for me. Yeah, I would say this one is cool. It has a really good intro, and honestly, the theme of it kind of reminded me a little bit of some Sabaton here and there. Mmm, yeah, that's that, yeah, a little it, bit it definitely of Carless Rex. A di- little bit of a different vibe, I like that. Um, and, uh, I mean, it just brings up images of Sonic with a sword. And yeah. I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, Give him a sword. <laughs> but some Sonic being a knight, it's kind of dumb, but I like yeah. it. <laughs> and, okay, Brad, are you aware at all of the story of this game? I know he goes back to King Arthur times. Yeah, and, uh, okay, so it's part of what the fans dubbed the Sonic Storybook series, which we'll talk about the other game in, in a little bit. Okay. Um, but Sonic the Black Knight is basically about him fighting an evil version of King Arthur. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that all along, Sonic was King Arthur the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not only that, but then the final, final twist is that... Sonic was just making all this up because he was telling Amy a story about why he was late for their date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, that's hilarious. And second of all, I didn't know like Sonic officially went out with Amy at any point. I, I think it was just more insinuated they were going out, but like, yeah, that was like... The fans really liked that. <laughs> that sounds like something Sonic would come up with. He's yeah. like, yeah, I've got this big fanfic about how I was actually King <laughs> Arthur and I was totally cool. And, and, I, I, and uh, I totally had more women, female women fawning over me. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> and uh, so our, some of our favorite Sonic characters were the uh, the Knights of the Round Table. Yes. You had Shadow, who was Lancelot. Ooh, you, yep, yep, that's perfect. You had Knuckles, who was Sir Gawain. <laughs> and you had Blaze, who was Sir Percival. Ooh, Which, uh, right. let me just drop some, some knowledge on y'all Sonic fans. Yeah. The only true ship with Sonic is Blaze. Mm-hmm. They belong together. They are perfect. I love them very much. Yeah, like Amy and Sonic, like it's specifically said over and over that like Amy is just an obsessed fangirl. Yeah, basically a stalker. Yeah, and Sonic is like, no, thank you. No, thank you. My favorite lyric was, "And I live to rule by the sword, slashing through the every inch of the power, the power in you." Mine was, uh, "I know I will bring you pain and fear." <laughs> I love how Sonic just makes himself out to be this huge badass. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, uh, it's it's a good one. What score did you give it? 19.5. I gave it a 15.5. So not that far I off. Not too bad. Not too bad. Not worthy of a how dare you. Brad, are you ready to start talking about the deep magic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Introduce this song for us. So this one is the intro, Live and Learn to Sonic Adventure 2. Oh. Oh, man. And is this song something else? Like, okay, you have probably, if you're, if you've been on YouTube at any time. Yeah, at any time. Or if you've, familiar with Sonic at all, you've heard this song. And this song is something special. Yeah, so. It is really something special. So Sonic Chronicles might have been my first Sonic game, but Sonic Adventure 2 is what made me fall in love with Sonic. 
Yeah, so that's the one that Shadow the Hedgehog was introduced. Yep. And I like this song because it has fun energy. It fits well the tone of Sonic Adventure 2, and it doesn't really have any major problems. It's, no. It's not too long. Mm-hmm. It's not too short. It's got great... Uh, it's got great... Uh, instrumentation. Lyrics, instrumentation, yeah. Great uh, verses. Mm-hmm. This is the first song I think I've actually heard from them. Crush Ooh. 40, actually. And my, my favorite lyric was, There's a face searching far, so far and wide. There's a place where you dream you'll never find. Hold on to what if. Hold on to what if. <laughs> so good. Just just good vibes from all this nostalgia, man. Yeah, I love that there's just such like a positive fun song. Yep, yep, yep. It's, and my favorite lyric was, But you can hardly swallow your fears and pain. <laughs> like, when this song starts playing, when you're fighting the final boss as Super Sonic and Super Shadow teaming up, yep. that is pure gaming bliss right there. Yes. The boss itself, annoying to fight. But the moment, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I gave this one a ridiculously high score of 19. I gave it a 19 as well. Nice. All right, and then we're going to the, the song that was the intro to Sonic Adventure 1. Oh, yeah. The butt rock that started it all. <laughs> the, the, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend. The heart. Yep. Open your heart. Open your heart. Um, so... The opening cinematic of Sonic Adventure 1 is god-tier. It is. It belongs... If there's a video game museum of just cutscenes, this belongs in it. Yeah, I really love the thunder and just sinister sounds mm-hmm. you hear in the opening of this. Like, it's it's so cool because I was reading about it and it's supposedly it's supposed to have, like, this apocalyptic feel to it. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because Sonic is... There's always, like, a side of a, the apocalypse happening with Sonic. Yeah, some kind of angry god that Eggman pissed off or something. Yeah, and it's like... I mean, you can never take it super seriously because, I mean, it's a blue hedgehog, yeah. but it's still cool. It's Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. And um, so the... The second Sonic movie that came out this year actually references this video in the beginning when, like, the uh, the sewer plates, like, yeah. shoot up. Like, that's a reference to, like, Chaos and, like, the Open Your Heart song. That is cool. And I do... I actually prefer Sonic Adventure 1 to 2. Not by much. Yeah, like, I think that Sonic Adventure 1 definitely plays better, and I think it holds up a little bit better than I said. Yeah, I just like the gameplay a lot yeah. better. Because Sonic Adventure 2, like... The, it's a lot more rigid. When, it, when it's good, it's good, and when it's bad, it's bad. That's a great way to put it. Like the, the knuckles levels. I'm oh, other okay. They're so bad. Other than the fact that there was a guy, I can't remember his name, but he was a rapper who released original songs for each <laughs> knuckles yeah, level. Yeah, that was amazing. And that's just so extra. Here I am on Pumpkin Hill. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like there is a lyric where they literally talk about Rouge, and they're like, "Yo, Thief Rouge, she's sexy and smooth." <laughs> <laughs> like this is an E-rated game. <laughs> <laughs> An E-rated game where they released rap music for each level. Like, Sonic will never not be extra. Nope, nope, nope. And, um, I, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. Um, I personally don't like it as much as Live and Learn. Ooh. That's my personal opinion. Now, I still like it quite a lot. Which one do you prefer out of the two? Honestly, I think they're pretty tied with me, but I did give this song a little deference. Okay. Because it's the first one, it's one of the first ones I listened to, and um, 
It it I think that um, in some ways it's more hype than Live and Learn. Okay. And what was your favorite lyric for? My we favorite scored? was Close my eyes and feel it burn. Now I see what I gotta do. Open your heart, it's gonna be all right. My favorite was all the steps we take, all the moves we make, all the pain at stake. I see the chaos for anyone. Who are we? What can we do? So I gave this one a ceremonial twenty. Ooh, okay. I gave it, uh, let me, let me just go back. There's a lot. 16.25. you know, that's, 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 that's pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty good. Pretty good. So let me just score that one up. Open. <laughs> All right. Now let's, now let's bring this train grinding to a halt. One more time. At long last. Grinding once again with, uh, is it you? Yep. Like, this apparently, okay. This is this is a song was not written for a video game. Nope. It was exclusive to this album, I think. And this is a breakup song by Crush Fury. Why? Why? This song is boring as all heck. Like, not gonna lie, I straight up laughed the first yep. time I heard this song. <laughs> as you should. Like, it's just so goofy. Yep, like, yep, yep. It, it's, sol- it's melancholic. It's got this weird, like, sickly sweet vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Like, why are you talking about breakup? You should be talking about hedgehogs. Yep, yep. I, my favorite lyric was just, is it you? Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> is it you? Is it me? And all of the people. <laughs> my favorite lyric was, and I think to myself, are we trying to love when love shouldn't be trying at all? <laughs> like, okay, that's some gout. That sounds that's, like that's some hallmark crap right that sounds like something like you're watching a chick flick and the girl says this to the guy who's not the main love interest he's like well it shouldn't be hard i want to be together with brian not you chad (laughs) and chad's just like "Eh, i'll find some other broad (laughs) (laughs) yeah this one this one ain't it sam nope nope. i gave it a nine yeah i gave it a six like so okay some of these songs just something about them just, just ugh. Just don't fit. No thanks. No thanks at all. That will tie it for current last place. Might not be the might not be the last one, but we'll see. So then we move on to free. Free. So free. Uh, do you know what game this is from? No, what is this game from? This is from the third Sonic Riders game, Sonic <laughs> Free Riders. Sonic Free Riders was an exclusive game. To the Xbox 360 Connect. <laughs> the Xbox 360 Connect. These guys wrote a song for the Xbox 360 Connect. Yeah. The game, it's literally just a motion camera where you just like, ooh, I'm skateboarding. Yep. Like, the whole topic of the song is just okay. And I was reading, so apparently there was, the song that appeared on Sonic Riders was sung by a guy named Chris Madlin? Yeah, this is a cover. Yeah. yeah. It's weird how many covers are on this. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was, what would it feel like to be speed of light and rule the night and day? Yep, mine was, I'm breaking out, breaking out, breaking out. Like, it just, it's just okay. I've noticed this with, like, the racing ones. It's just yeah. like, well, I mean, Sonic is already about going fast. You gotta have something else besides that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it just doesn't do anything for me. Which sucks because we just came down from, like, the two, like, biggest bangers. Yeah. It's like, mm. Mm. So I gave it a 10. I gave it a 14. That's not bad. I thought it was okay. I liked it at the time. That's how it is with these songs, ain't it? Yep. Let's talk about another uh, cover. One that I appreciate very much. With Me, Massive Power Mix. (laughs) Massive Power Mix. (laughs) So uh, this song is the final boss song from uh, Sonic and the Black Knight. And 
So basically, in Sonic and Black Knight, you meet Merlin's daughter, Merlina, uh-huh. and uh, turns out that she is the main bad of the game, and is like an evil witch in essence. You know, they should have had Sonic have an illegitimate child, and like <laughs> in the lore, that's named Mordred, we can call him Mordhog. Oh, there we go. Who, you know, is an illegitimate child he had with, you know, Lady Amy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> or something like that. You gotta <laughs> no, go with the lore. Lady was Nimue. Or Amy was Nimue. <laughs> Nimue. Oh, that's great. The Lady of the Lake. It's a nice industrial intro. It reminds me of some of the earlier songs on this mm-hmm. album. That being said, I do think, like, I don't know what it... Okay, this is supposed to be a villain song, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't really have that much of a sinister vibe for me. It's a little too upbeat. Did you listen to the original? Yes, I did. I did like the original I, better. That one had a lot more of a sinister vibe, I thought. Yeah. But I'm not ranking it based on the original. No. Oh, yeah. I'm ranking it based off and this. And this is, this is one of the few Crush 40 ones where I prefer the original. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was, I can taste the day, taste the day, save a night, save a night. And mine was, and I'll create your final rest. I will say, I do think Power Man 5000 would do a better job with this song. Oh, that'd be fun. Just, just yeah. not going to lie. I did like that uh, this was the last villain song that we've gotten up to this point. Well, other than Infinite. <laughs> Which Infinite is not on this album. No, it is not. Sir, not appearing on this album. But it's a great song. That's what it takes to be infinite. <laughs> it's a no, this, but with me, it's okay. I gave it an 8.5. I gave it a 16.5, and that is a how dare you. The first how dare you that you gave it twice as much as I gave it. Because this is a good song. And, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, well, there's, there's been better. <laughs> We've got a few ties already. All right, take us home with seven rings in hand. Okay, so this song feels like something Sonic would say. Yep. <laughs> Which I got to give credit for it. And isn't this the, isn't this the final song for the Arabian Nights game? Yeah, it's it's the main theme for it. Oh, the Ar- Sonic and the Secret Rings. <laughs> Sonic and the Secret Rings. Gotcha, gotcha. Which is part of the duology that I was talking about, where like that and Sonic and the Black Knight are both like fairy tale Sonic mm-hmm. games. Basically, I thought the lyrics fit well with the Arabian setting. Yeah, it's it's a cool song um my favorite lyric was no such thing as fate for those who speed a path out of time instead of just living it mm. mine was fortune shines with seven in hand mm. what were some of your other thoughts with the song it's a, any other? it's a fun song for a game i do not like <laughs> so <laughs> I, why don't you like that game i don't like Sonic and secret rings because so um it basically feels like an endless runner mm-hmm. where like sonic's just on rails the whole time and you basically move him back and forth, and then you use the Wii remote because this is a Wii exclusive game. Oh you have to turn the Wii remote sideways and stab it towards the screen to do the homing attack, and it feels atrocious. Oh. Okay, hot take. I think the Wii has some good games, but overall, <laughs> hey, don't you trash the Wii. Okay, but here's the thing: for a lot of the games, the controls don't really work very well. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Well, Super Mario Galaxy is an exception. That's true. Super Mario Galaxy is very good. And then you've got stuff like uh, Skyward Sword, which is you have to do this awkward stuff to put in the key. Mm. Yeah, that that part's bad. Twilight Princess, though, that works pretty good on Wii. It works pretty good. I I like the song, though. I gave it a 14.25. Oh, you were so close to mine. I gave it a 14.5. Ooh, that's real close. (laughs) All right, let me just score this up here. All right, how many are we going to fight about? This is a mess. (laughs) This is a mess. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I would have thought that we wouldn't have too many ties because there'd just be a lot of different opinions. Yeah, there's not too many ties. Okay, let's just... Go from bottom to top. Okay. 
So starting at the bottom, we have Is It You and Live Life are tied for the bottom, which says 7.5. Oh, man, I don't care. All right, we'll just... We'll, then Watch Me Fly, 9.25. Into the Wit... Re, oh, hold on. Missed one. Revan Up is next with 8.75. Mm-hmm. Then Watch Me Fly with 9.25. Into the Wind with 9.75. Free with a 12. Firewoman, 12.25. Ungravity and With Me both tied for a 12.5. I think With Me is better. What yeah, about you? I agree. Then we got His World with a 13. Sonic Heroes with a 13.75. Mm. Mm. A bit low, if you ask me. <laughs> a bit too high. Seven Rings with a... Oh, this scores 14.375. <laughs> These scores are wild. Uh, we did it. We broke like the third decimal point. Yep. And then we got Never Turn Back, 16.25. I Am All of Me, 16.5. What I'm Made of, 17. Night of the Wind, 17.5. All Hail Shadow, 18. Open Your Heart with an 18.125. <laughs> and then at number one, Live and Learn with a 19. I'm satisfied with that list. Okay. So now, let's get into our overall thoughts. Alright, so this album is a weird one to rank for many reasons. Yes, many, many, many reasons. It's nostalgic, but I feel like we have to weigh it against the criteria that we've been weighing all the other albums against. Otherwise, it's not fair to the other albums. Yeah, I think, first of all, obviously... The subject matter itself. Now, you can you can talk all you want about, is video game music serious? I think it is serious. Yeah, I, I think, think so, cool. too. Video I, games are art. Yeah, they are. And I do think, as a band, it's a hilarious concept, yeah. but, it, but they make it work. Yeah. And they, these guys are really talented. I want to give them mm-hmm. credit for that. Yeah. They don't vote it in. They definitely put a lot of effort into the music. It's yeah. fun. And at its best, it's high octane. Oh, yeah. At its worst, and I'm just going to read you what I wrote. It's butt rock with cheeks so wide you could shove an entire echidna's knuckle through the crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, some of these songs are, let's just say, sloppy joes. <laughs> yeah, very sloppy. And I'm going to be real. Okay. I judge this album not so much in the individual songs. Because some no, of them are yeah. bangers, some of them are bad. My problem is what the experience was like listening to this album. This album was a slog <laughs> to get through. It was an absolute slog. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. There are bangers on it, and there's a lot of mediocre stuff. And mm-hmm. while I get it's kind of more of like a best of album, mm-hmm. at the same time, like, why do they put 19 songs on it? It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, who puts 19 songs on a best of album? Like, put 12, you yeah, know? 12 would do it. Just cut out all the non-Sonic songs. Yeah, why do you put those? Except Firewoman. Yeah, Firewoman <laughs> is great. All the rest are just, yeah. Yep. I gave this, okay. What score did you give it? So, balancing out the fact that, like, there are bangers on this album. Yes. Which is better than some other albums. Yes, it's better um, than a certain Hollywood and Dead EP we reviewed. Hey, hey, Tear It Up is a banger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, um, this album is not one that I ever listen to all the way through. No. Ever. No. Um, but it does have a lot of songs and a lot of value to it. So I settled on an even 70. I settled on a 62. We weren't okay. too far Okay, it's not off. bad. I'll take that. Let me just score that up. So that gives us a 66. That is the second to last album. Okay, so it's better than All right. down here You're on, on planet zero. <laughs> All right, so um, what is this album's official title? Supersonic Songs. Yep, okay. Uh, that is, what, what was the number? 66? 66. 
Okay, so at the bottom we have Planet Zero, uh, then Supersonic Songs, 1X, Post-Human Survival Horror, Hotel California, The Great Health... The Great Health Army. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Health Army. It's just a bunch of Vikings in yoga pants be like, no, we're going to give you health. <laughs> the Great Heathen Army. Yep, the Great Heathen Army. Um, a, t- a tie, as it will always remain, As Daylight Dies, and Notes from the Underground. Yep. Uh, brave Enough. Somewhere on the other side of nowhere. <laughs> at number two, an indestructible holding strong at 90. Who would have thought the Power Man 5000 would be number two? <laughs> okay, but I picked the next album, Ooh. and I have a few hints for it. Okay, you. I now, am not going to get this right. Okay, the first one is a little its a little tricky. I think you'll get it by the second one. Okay. First hint is, oh, it'll be over by Christmas. Hmm. Okay, all right. Is it... Um, is it um, Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Oh. So think about like an event being over by oh. Christmas. Oh, the year? Like just just the just the just the holiday. Something that people said it's going to be over by Christmas. Oh. Hmm. I admit this is a little tricky. Is it weather related? No. I'm just going to give you the second hint. <laughs> Kaiser. Oh. 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 It's uh. This is a Sabaton album. Yes. It's the it's the one with Christmas truce on it. Actually, so actually, it's not that one. Oh. It's Great War. Great War! Oh, oh I can't and wait. And the reason why I put Great War before the one that has a Christmas album on it, Christmas song on it, is because that one's kind of a sequel, mm. and I kind of want to cover Great War first. That's fair. So this is our first Sabaton album we'll be covering. Oh, it is about friggin' time. This is gonna be fun. This mm-hmm. one, is, I feel like this one's gonna rise pretty oh, high. Oh, it, it's gonna be pretty high. Yeah, I, I can already tell you all because this is this is one of the this is one of the bands that me and Brad are pretty in sync on our feelings about. Yeah, because we discovered it independently. Yep. I remember like telling you, be like, "Hey, I discovered this band called Sabaton. They're pretty good." And you're like, oh, "I love Sabaton." Mm-hmm. Yep, that that was back when I was like listening to like my old magic metal days, like. Like Hammerfall, yes, good. and uh, oh, Sonata Arctica. Oh, that's so good. Yep, yep, some good stuff. Well, thank you for joining us for this long music slash video game <laughs> episode. As you do, and we'll be back with Sabaton next time. Once again, I'm Bradley Cooper, and I'm Curtis Cooper. Stay ranking. Rank.